Okay, there we go. That was easy. Um, yeah, that was that was a weird beginning. You just ASMR the hell out of that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, it's still morning. So, how you been, JJ? I've been good. Ah, uh, you know it's eleven eleven o two a.m. on a Thursday morning. It's chill. My only day off from work, so. Oh, so that's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I just been chilling. I got a new AC. Um, cause my my room is really hot, but I just got it, so now I feel cold, which doesn't bother me. But yeah. Um, let's start. So I'm Brian. And I'm JJ. And welcome to a, another episode of the Stimulators. Yeah, it's our, so, it's, our, it's, our, it's our special episode, isn't it? Yeah, it's our special episode. So this is our fifth episode. And this episode is going to be kind of interesting. Um, so today's topic is going to be rejections. Rejections. Oh, this, this is a wonderful topic. Um, <laughs> you know... What's what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word rejection? Well, in my idea, like I get rejected from not entering a roller coaster, or I get rejected from from going to a bar, or I get rejected from doing stuff. But. What comes into your mind when you hear rejection, um, JJ? Um, first thing that comes to my mind when I hear rejection, I think of um, the vending machine rejection because that has happened <laughs> multiple times where I want a Rice Krispie and the vending machine rejects my $1 bill and it spits it out right when I put it in. So, I, you know, I get, I get rejected by that. Or I also get rejected... Um, you know the push and pull doors? When it's a pull door and I push, I got rejected. It it didn't let me in, you know. I feel like everyone has pushed the pull door by accident and then just banged their face on the on the glass panel. Yeah, I've been there before. Yeah, it's well it's, it's embarrassing, but Yeah. Um well in this case let's talk let's focus on rejection on a relationship. Let's go by there. Let's go. Let's start there. Oh, let's start there. Okay. Um, rejection relationship wise. Well, I've been rejected about 27, 26 times, I think. I, I, haven't, I, I haven't really you, kept. That's count. a big number. Yeah. It's almost 30. Like, I think it's almost 30 or already 30, but like 26, 27. I've been keeping count just because I wanted to see how much I could keep going for. Not saying that getting rejected was my goal, but as in just like, oh, this is an interesting, uh, you know, train of rejection. I might as well just keep count of like how many times I've gotten rejected. And 26 to 27, that number isn't just one singular person or five people, but rejected multiple times. No, this is like individual. It's like 27, 26 females around there I've been rejected by. That is awfully concerning, JJ. Do you need do you need help 
Like we I'm, we can I'm, talk we can talk it off. Like I'm the good. Podcast over. I'm I'm good now. You know I'm in a stable you know healthy relationship. So you know it it, it all ended well. But I guess the times when I got rejected, it wasn't it wasn't the best. Um, I I'm not gonna explain all 26, 27 stories of how I did because I don't want this podcast to be four hours, but um, I, I could, I could like tell you like two stories or three stories, I think. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, well, I've been rejected. Oof. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say I've been past your limit, but I've been like around 17, 20-ish times. Yeah, that's 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 not that bad, you know. It's, it's not as bad as uh my number, so. Yeah, there's like almost thirty rejections, which is awfully, awfully concerning because you're a good-looking man. You know, I, I try to I try to tell myself that, but uh, I don't know. I I guess female females nowadays have uh, I don't know, like I don't know. I I, but then again, I don't females or well, in general people don't really look for look for looks 20 like so i guess my personality was just horrible um i'm I'm usually a nice person and i say usually because i all the time i i struggle getting mad or being assertive to people especially at work you know i have trouble telling people what to do because i when i say like oh you gotta do that you gotta do that you know i don't like bossing people around but then again, it's not really bossing. It's putting your part at, in the workplace and being, you know, assertive and being like, you know, this is this is your job. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do that. But I have trouble doing that because I'm too nice. And that's that's my problem sometimes. And I feel like nowadays people are kind of sus or like suspicious of like, why is this person so nice? You know, does he want something out of me? Like. You know, I'm trying to put my 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 uh, myself in the other person's shoes. You know, in this case, a girl that I could be talking to. Um, you know, like I'm right there. I'm talking to this girl that I'm interested in, and I'm awfully really nice and very caring and all that stuff. And I feel like, in their mind, are like, he just wants to have sex with me. And you know, I feel like a lot of people have that mentality nowadays because it's so weird to find someone genuinely genuinely nice and not want something in return because if you want something in return and you're not really being nice you just want you're being nice because you want something in return and it's not genuine but for me i'm just genu- genuinely genuinely nice um it's such a hard word to say sometimes i'm just genuinely nice and not you know not i'm not much of a you know a butthole i guess yeah, and I I agree. Being people being people think being too nice is just another way to get out of stuff. But I mean, have you ever noticed that? I I asked my friends that would you rather date? Would you rather date a nice person or just someone different? And say, well, I'm into toxic people. So, I'm like, so you don't like, you don't want a nice person? And she's like, 
And they're like, I do, but I'm into toxic people. So here's where society comes in. Why would you date someone that will that will cheat on you and still you will date them when they add when there's like nice people? Like there's no more nice people in the world, honestly. Most of most of these people are just toxic and they just don't um how can I say this? They just don't respect a woman. So when they're like, oh, he's cheating on me. That's okay. I'll give him another chance. But yet the nice person like, oh, let me buy you this and that. And then you spoil them. But you don't get nothing in return. But yet they do what they, what they, do with a toxic person, which doesn't make any sense. So t- sometimes I ask myself, well, if no one's going to like me, for being nice, what if I just try to be toxic? But see, that doesn't work on me because why would I change something just to prove a point when I can just be myself and just just wait for the one person, you know? Yeah. I feel like real nice people um, don't they, they don't ask and they don't ask for anything in return, but they at least like expect something in return, but like deep down, but, but they're not going to say it because that's that's kind of like douchey in a way like oh because i'm gonna give you a ride to the airport or or because i'm gonna take you out for dinner um i expect um some intimacy with you or something that night you know you you can't just if you say that then you just automatically sound like you're doing this because you just want to hook up with this girl and that's it but right but if you're genuinely nice then you know you're you're not gonna say that obviously in your head you're like you know, I would love to do that, obviously, but I'm not going to say it because um, I'm doing this because I actually uh, like this person, not just because I want something sexual out of it. Right. And honestly, people who think that like, like um, I ask these people, would you would you have would you have sex in the first day? And mostly men well, mostly people will say yes. So here's the population, not trying to be racist, right? But like the white population of men say yes. The Hispanic population of say it's only like a lower 50%, which is awfully rare. And there's no, and like a big comparison right there because mostly Americans, well, white people will, will do will do um, intimacy in the first date, which I don't understand. Mostly Hispanics would just be dating and dating, like be friends, go out on dates, but they don't know they're dating because they've just been friends. But here they don't they don't take that intimacy until they just accept, like give the consent, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's and... crazy. It's crazy how those numbers like just happen to just add up like that it's you know and also nowadays people are just so are so sensitive especially now that um um i'm i'm i already know i'm gonna get a lot of hate on this but mainly people that are in the community if you know what if if you know you know if you're in the community I, i don't know why but these people are usually super sensitive and just they they'll get offended by 
any little thing that you say to them that seems or comes off as offensive. And to you, it might not seem offensive, but they'll twist your words and figure out a way to make it sound offensive so that you are guilty for saying something that's inappropriate that affects them personally. And I I don't know. I, I mean, also people that are in a community do the same thing, but it's about different things, but that people that are in the community use it against, you know, it has to be something about their uh, sexuality and stuff. And I don't know. I don't know why you got to be so sensitive. You know, if, if someone uses the wrong uh, pronouns, uh, okay. Um, you're not going to die. It's just, it's a mistake. Now, if someone's doing it to taunt you and toy with you, okay, that's different. But if someone generally does not understand the pronouns or whatever, and they just, they didn't know, you can't just get mad at them like like just like that. You can't expect the whole freaking earth to just know everything about y'all's community because some people either don't want to learn it or just don't care to learn it because they're not part of the community. So it's just like extra knowledge in their head. They're going to put the time and effort to learn um, stuff that might not seem interesting to them because obviously learning about the pronouns, it's... I'm not saying it's difficult for me. I don't really know any of them because uh, I didn't, I don't put the time to learn it, learn them because, you know, I'm just going to call them dude. That That's all I'm going to say is dude, because that dude can mean anything. So that's what I say to people that I, that I see as part of the community or that I know that are in the community. I just call them dude because I'm not going to try to, you know, accidentally be offensive in a way that I didn't even know was offensive, you know, that, or I just don't even talk to them. I don't associate with them because I don't know. I just, everyone is just so sensitive nowadays. They get, you know, ticked off by the littlest things. Um, literally uh, on TikTok, there was this, um, this video going viral about, I don't know if you know, Bella Porsche, this like head nodding girl on TikTok. I don't know if you know about her. Yeah, I know her. I yeah, yeah. Her she, 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 before. she, yeah. She, she released a song called "Build the Bee." Um, yeah, build the yeah, bee. Yeah, I heard. And there is this other version on TikTok about a guy doing a, a retake on that, but instead of talking about females' problems, like girl problems, about you know what originally Bella Porsche did, um, he made a song. He rewrote the song more like, and he made it about guy problems. And the whole comment section are just are just petty girls, petty and sensitive girls saying that they took a powerful, that he took a powerful, inspirational, motivational song and ripped it apart, ripped the meaning apart and changed it up just because he, because they think that he's trying to prove a point that guys are, are more, uh, more weak or like more, you know, they have more problems. And I'm just like, that that is that is concern concerning. That is that is sad that people. I mean, guys also have problems. You know, we're also sensitive, emotional, hormonal, everything above. You know, we we're just like girls in a way. We have our insecurities. We have our doubts. We have our problems. We have, you know, the only thing that's different is what we carry between our legs. And that's about it. I don't, and and then also, uh, 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 
cherry sizes, but that's about it. I, honestly, there's no other difference because, I mean, especially with the community, you know, being a thing now. I mean, it's been a thing for like a while, while, but now it's like really like, you know, showing its 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 pride, pun intended. Um, now it's like, now you can see how a guy can immediately transform into a girl. Like that that's crazy, you know. So that just proves that guys are so similar to girls, and girls are so similar to guys because now we have the our appearances to look like another another sex. So yeah, it's just. I don't know, that comment section really made me upset because it, it made me feel like girls don't care about the problems that us guys go through as well, you know? But obviously when a girl, but wait, but obviously when a girl makes a remake of a song that a guy sung about guy problems and when they remake it and they change up the lyrics to make it a problem, I mean, a song about a girl's problems, no one says anything because obviously girl problems are supposedly more superior and more relevant and more important than guys. And that just, that's not, that's not fair. I feel like, I feel like two things are allowed to be said, you know? I mean, it's like, let's say my grandma dies and then there's a bombing in, in South Africa or something. I don't know. It's the first country that came into my head. Um, and then my grandma died. Obviously, my problems aren't as big as the bombing of millions of people's deaths. But my problem, my my uh, my mourning, my mourning of my grandmother's death is also still important just because it might be less of a less of a grief, I guess you would say, like less of a, you know, not really important, important, but it's important to me, my emotional grief from my grandmother's death should also be relevant and not ignored because of a bombing as, as well. Not saying that the bombing isn't important, but my problems are also important. And just because they're little and not as great as other problems doesn't mean it should just be ignored. And, um, you know, and I feel like that's what's happening around female and guy problems, female and male problems that supposedly female problems are more relevant than guys. And that's upsetting because I feel like we should be equal and not something like, you know, separated. Right. And speaking of the woman, have you ever noticed that, like, a woman will always blame a man for the tiniest things? So, for example, um, if someone's, if they're like, I'm going to just put you as an example, you and your girlfriend, JoJ. Okay. Um, let's say you're talking to a girl and your girlfriend she will get jealous to the max, but when it's her, when it's her talking to his guy friends, you and you get like jealous. She's gonna say, "Oh, it's just a friend." But how is that different when you said to her, "Oh, she's just a friend"? How she gets mad, but you don't, and they just blame it on you, and then they just come up with these words and, "Oh, you don't love me. You, you don't quote love me." End quote. Or you just don't care about me, and then they just make a big excuse. I do this for you, I do that, and you're just trying to fix it. But what they do is just make it worse, honestly. Yeah, it's. I mean, sadly, that's that's 
that happens to be true. But I feel like it's also the other way around. But I guess, like, the majority, it, it is what you say, I guess. Like, you know, girls getting mad at guys um, more often. I feel like I feel like it depends on the person. Because, obviously, sometimes guys get mad at girls and then girls get mad at guys. But the majority, females get mad at, you know, the guys more. And I feel like that's, I feel like that's because females are more sensitive and more um you know they're more delicate i guess but then there's obviously some guys that are even more delicate where the woman becomes the alpha in the relationship so it kind of just depends on the person i guess i mean yeah i i i can agree with that yeah it depends on on every type of person but um so, yeah, yeah. Um, how, let's hear one of your rejection stories. Yeah, I was going to say that. Let's go back to rejection because this went to off topic, which is fine. But yeah, um, oof, um, let's go. Let's go back to middle school, Ooh. middle school. And what's the middle school? I think it was middle school. Yeah, middle school. Let's go to middle school. Oof, um. I would say fifth to sixth grade. Let's start there. Well, eh, yeah, let's start there. So, um, I came back. So, um, I was back from Mexico because I went to Mexico to visit family. So I came back. I was in the U.S. Um, I saw this girl, and. I don't I don't want to say her name, but yeah. So this girl I talked to, right? And but let's call her Daniela. Let's just call her that. Daniela. Oh no, not Daniela. Okay, Daniela. Um Daniela. Um so Daniela, she was pretty, not gonna lie. Um she was okay. But here's the thing. We talk and talk and talk and then I told her, Hey, do you wanna date me? And she looked um spectacle like saying i don't i don't know but i do but i don't know so it was like a yes and a no so we left it like that and then apparently um they knew that we were dating but we didn't knew that we were dating they just said that we were dating because we always we always talk and talk and talk and then one day i decided to grab her hand to go to lunch because we had lunch together and this is the part which is funny for me because i got rejected she oh, tells okay. me daniela tells me i, I don't want to date you anymore because you're gonna get me pregnant by holding my hand i was like what how is that possible i don't know and maybe I, I maybe uh Maybe maybe semen can travel through the veins. I don't know. Right. We, yeah, semen can travel through the veins. Yeah, okay, JJ. Yeah, let's just go with that. So I'm like, should I Palm, cry? Palms, or are, start palms are sweaty. Palms are sweaty. And then... Mom's spaghetti? Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> but plot twist, it isn't sweat. It's something else. That's how you can get it's it It's something me. else. Semen sweaty. Um. So, yeah, so... She told me, oh, I cannot date you anymore. We're breaking up because you're going to get me pregnant and I don't want to get pregnant. I'm like, oh, never knew that was a thing. So I'm like home and I tell and I tell my mom 
And my mom's like, what? <laughs> ¿Qué? ¿Qué? Eso, eso no, eso no se puede hacer. And she smacks me with the chocolate for no reason. And she tells me I shouldn't be dating at, a, at this young age. At this young age, I'm like, but I like her mom. Like, guys say vaya a su cuarto, which meaning shut up and go to your room. Like, okay. So that's it. So that's one of my rejection videos. Um, eh, videos my stories. No, that's 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 an interesting one. I I don't know. It was oh. interesting, but so. Yo, not. just a, just imagine her like you know after like elementary like beginning of middle school and then finally you know eighth grade where you usually take sex ed. Just imagine oh, and her, like, and she just like I need to call this person now and just apologize. <laughs> imagine you got a phone call from her again after eighth grade, like oh, oh my no. god, I learned some amazing stuff. You you can't get someone pregnant by holding their hand. I'm like wow, it's not like I didn't know that. It took you twelve years to figure that out. Exactly, it took you twelve years when you could have just asked your parents also. Or there's also Google, but uh, you know. Mm. Once you enter Google into that kind of uh, you know topic, it, it might take you to some uh, suspicious websites. <laughs> okay, um, uh, JJ, um, any stories you want to share? Um, yeah, I have a twenty six, twenty seven, but I'm gonna share the most. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, gonna share the most more. most uh, memorable one. Oh. Detail most... by detail. Detail by detail. Okay. Um. Oh my. Okay. So, I'm not gonna say her name, especially. She actually lives in my neighborhood still. Um, oh, like na- the neighborhood I live. Her... Right... Huh? Let's call her Catherine. Catherine. Okay. You know, actually, let, let, let's call her Annabelle. Let's call her Annabelle. Because her name, her name does start with an A. Because her name starts with an A. And I feel like if I say another A name, it would make things easier. So okay. Let's, let's call her Annabelle. Okay. Or Annie for short. Um, so the area that I'm living right now, she actually happens to live near me. Um, that's why I don't really go outside. Then again, she doesn't go outside either. But uh, yeah, I kind of just stay to myself. But basically, I've known her for um let's see nine years nine years nine years almost 10 once this year ends it's about to be 10 years since i've known her 10 years oh nine years right now okay yeah i can't speak okay so nine years into the making i met her around when i was like eight eight nine around there um we were we, we met in this dance group and it was good, you know. We, we it's the dance group was like cultural dancing and stuff, so I kind of just, um, you know, took a part of it. The only reason I entered the dance group was because uh, my sister didn't have a dance partner to go to Washington, and that trip to Washington was uh, us performing for the president Barack Obama. So we were for Barack Obama. So that that was pretty amazing, you know. It's like an eight-year-old meeting Barack Obama. Amazing. Amazing. You know, it's just, and I had to go. But then again, I also wanted to help my sister because um, 
you know, I didn't want her to miss that trip just because she didn't have a dance partner. So I was like, you know what? I'll join. I'll learn this dance in like two weeks and uh, we'll take the train to Washington and uh, we'll meet Barack Obama. Um, Did you really meet Barack Obama? Um, sadly, no, I didn't because he wasn't there. He actually left like an hour before we made it because he had to do something. But I did meet his friends and stuff. I met like, you know, the all like all the secondary people, you know? Yeah. I shook hands with them. You know, it, it was honestly amazing. We went into the White House. Uh, we went to this like little dining room that they have. It was super big, had a freaking projector. It was amazing. A lot of tall people with like suits and ties and just, you know, so many plaques hanging up everywhere. But you um, see JJ in shorts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wasn't uh, wearing shorts. No, I was definitely not wearing shorts. No, but yeah, I was supposed to meet Barack Obama, but I didn't. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of upset. I really wanted, you know, to have that in my life. You know, I got to meet the president of the United States. You know that that, that would have been amazing. But at least I can say, yes. but at least I can say I was supposed to meet him. I was supposed to meet him because I technically had a, you know, a date with Barack Obama, but it never happened. But it was close. It was close enough. Like I got to see like where he sits and stuff, and you know where everything happens, and you know gets signed and stuff. It was it was it was cool. But um, yeah. Uh, that's when I first met her. Um, I say um a lot. I gotta stop doing that. I saw her. That's where I met her. At dance group. A couple years later. Uh, we start building a friendship, a bond. I mean, we were friends from the beginning, but like you know, it started getting bigger and bigger. Where we like we would talk more and stuff. So, years later, um, he, she, um, I said he. Why did I say he? She. This isn't a coming out video. She was um, this she. I don't really have to say this. She was. She ended up being a little bit flirty with me. And that was kind of just weird because obviously I would have been like 11, 12-ish years old. I would have not, you know, I, I didn't know what it meant to be in a relationship, nor I didn't know what it was like for someone to be so physical with me. And by that, I mean, like, she was very touchy and stuff and like, like really flirty. And she was she was that type of girl that would do that. You know, that flirty behavior with, like, every guy she's around. And it, it kind of creeped me out because I didn't know what her deal was. So I kind of just ignored it, and I just kept going on with my life. A couple years later, um, let's say I was, like, around 14 now, 13. Uh, I ended up starting to catch feelings, and then... She, so yeah, it took me about like literally like five, four years to catch feelings for this person because I, I didn't know what feelings were. I was super confused until my brain finally developed into like the teenage stage. You know, I was 14, 13. I was like, okay, this is what it feels like to be infatuated with somebody. Okay, this is, this is interesting. I'm, I'm a, this is my first time, it's my first rodeo. Uh, so we start talking more and more, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually we get closer. And then, you know, it just, we, we acted like we were dating. Like we were like very huggy and like hannies and 
hannies with the that's not even a word holding hands a lot and just we act couple but we never were a couple we were just friends but we acted more like friends you know we didn't really have a title um besides just friends okay fast forward i'm 15 she's like about to be 15 because uh her birthday is around my month is the same month as my birthday so basically when i uh turn you know 15 she ends up turning 14 like so if i'm 15 she's 13 and uh, she's 13 i'm 14 i turn 15 and then she turns 14 a couple days after that makes sense. Oh no, a couple days before. So she turns fourteen. So she's my age, for like a split second, for like a couple days. So I'm fourteen. She's thirteen. She turns fourteen. Nine days later, or something, something like that, I turn fifteen. So she's only my age for like nine to ten days. So where that like, yeah. But anyway, that was confusing. I hope you understood that. I don't know if you did. Um, I'm following along. Okay, you're following along? All right. I, I really hope I don't, you know, confuse the listeners. But, okay, anyway, finally, we, we she ends up dating my friend. I'm going to call him Don. Okay, Don. She ends up dating Don, you know, Annie and Don, you know, together. You know, they only lasted for like a month or two, I think. Maybe even three. I don't really remember how much did or how long it lasted, but it wasn't that much. Uh, they break up because of something. I don't know. And then, then she starts getting close. Oh, here we go again. We're back to this, uh, this uh, love triangle again. Great. Uh, I'm just confused the entire time. I I didn't know what was going on. Um, then this dance performance came around. And we were all in this minivan. I remember this. This was the scariest day of my life. One of my scariest days. We went to this dance performance. We were on the way to the dance performance. And, you know, she was in her little, in her, like, dress thing. You know, her dance clothes. It was like a dress, something like that. And, you know, had makeup on, red lipstick, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then I was in the front I wasn't in like in the front seat. I was in the you know how like minivans have like three layers. Yeah. Yeah, I was in the middle front seat. I guess you would say it. And she was in the back, you know, with the three seat back. Okay, basically she was on the left side, and I was on the left side. Well, my left. And then we were just talking. You know, my head was like you know facing back. You know, I was like my 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 head near the you know. I was just looking back and talking to her. I didn't, I don't really know how to explain that, but yeah, I was, we were just talking and stuff. And then eventually the the dance performance was really far. So we kind of got tired. It was like two hours away, I think from where we were. And, you know, she ended up getting like sleepy and stuff. Um, she fell asleep. I fell asleep. Everyone fell asleep. And then I wake up. She's still sleeping. I wake her up. And she's, like, drowsy in a way. And then when she, like, wakes up, like, fully wakes up, I'm just like, okay, she's not drowsy anymore. So I guess she has complete control of herself now. Uh, you know? And, and then when I, when I think that in my head, she ends up holding my hand. 
I panic because I don't know what's going on now. And then also, there's parents in the car. I, I just want you. I want to let you know that there's adults in the car. They didn't see anything, which is the weirdest part ever. Because you would think, oh, you know, there's two teenagers in the back of the car, you know, acting kind of suspicious. You know, she pulls me closer and then tries to kiss me. Like, we were, like, midges away from kissing. And then I panic and I just, like, pull away. And then I just sit back, turn around, sit back on my seat. And I just, I don't, I don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. It was probably the most scariest thing just because I didn't know what was about to go down. Like, what if I actually leaned in and actually committed to the kiss? I probably would have gotten in trouble, maybe. I mean, there was adults, so I kind of had that in my mind. I wasn't sure what to do. But, yeah, that's that's that. Fast forward, um, around 16, 17 now. No, wait, no, I'm around 16 now, not 17. Now I'm 16, she's 15. Uh, we end up going to the same high school. Uh, and then, you know, she already knew that I liked her and stuff already. And she she said that she liked me too, but then then goes to say that she only liked me for a day, a singular day. I'm just like, then you really never liked me then. You just liked me for a day. How do you like someone for a day? Like, how, how does that even work? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand how you could like someone for a day. So all those eight years of being together and just like acting like a couple – and then, you know, almost kissing because you were half awake, half asleep. And then continuing on that relationship until high school. You only liked me for a day? At the same time, I don't expect you to like me after through all that. Like, no, I'm not that's, not. that's not what I'm saying. You don't you don't deserve to like me through all that. You know, that's not an obligation. But it's just confusing to me how all of that meant nothing and you only saw me as a friend but you know i was like i would i would assume that you would even have like a little bit of interest in me for interest in me for, for at least like a little bit or something but a singular day that's just weird i i don't i don't know because she acted like she liked me so that's, that's what the confusing part is again she doesn't she's not obligated to like me through all of that but it's confusing when you know someone likes you or acts like they like you and then find out that they only liked you for the entire day for an for an entire day throughout those eight to nine years so that was confusing um and then after that we just slowly just stopped talking and you know she rejected me you know i kind of got into my uh, you know sad boy hours and then yeah we just we haven't talked but i texted her this year to say happy birthday and she just said thanks and then i text her again saying are we friends and she has like no hesitation just puts n o send i'm like okay we're not we're not friends anymore i guess i guess those nine years didn't really mean anything i don't know how you just forget about someone like just like that that's crazy like i can't I can't even forget about her. She's still in my head sometimes, you know, I, only when I like bring up the story, but like throughout the day, I don't think about her anymore just because, uh, you know, we're not friends anymore. So why have that 
in my head, especially now that, you know, I'm in a good relationship and, you know, I'm happy and stuff. So why, why carry that toxicity with me? Toxicity. Okay. Uh, honestly, that story was kind of sad. Yeah, I know. It's, I mean, the way I explained it was kind of boring in a way, but it's just because I can't really explain every, you know, hangout we had because that's a lot throughout the nine years. Then again, I don't want to think about it too much because, you know, I don't want to think about like the moments that we actually had, you know, all that, because that's just going to put me in a bad mood. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's over, you know, two years without talking. Well, discluding the happy birthdays. We never really talked, talked, but yeah, nothing, you know, now she has her permit, you know, I'm still like, I'm still see her, like her feeds and her posts on Instagram. So I'm like, you know, I still see what, what she's doing and stuff, but you know, I still consider her my friend, but she doesn't consider me as a friend, but you know, whatever she does, uh, I'm I'm happy for her. She's, you know, getting older, you know growing up and yeah you know I, I wish her the best of luck you know she might not appreciate any uh anything that I did for her you know throughout those nine years but you know that, that's that's life you just gotta some people get your uh, your appreciation or love I guess I mean yeah I mean the world worth about for us about choices you know yeah I, I honestly thought that we were going to be friends for like the rest of our lives you know just you know hang out every summer or something like that you know that type of friendship because that's literally how we acted like but right. I, I guess not she just she has her own crowd now she's like hangs out with like the cool people I guess you would say and uh, I'm not in that crowd because I'm not, I'm not cool. You know, I'm not, I'm not cool. So why would I? Yeah. And then also the school I was in was kind of weird. So I don't want to see old faces. Right. And I mean, I, I agree with you, but um, yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, it's, oh my god, that was a long story. Uh, I mean, it was nine years, so. Yeah. I had, a, I had to start somewhere, but. Right. And. I. Well, at least she taught me something, like what it's like to be in a long relationship that uh, slowly ends up being toxic. So that's... That's interesting.
so like I don't know what else to say. Do you have any more stories? Okay. Um we had some th- uh um technical difficulties, but we are back. So let's continue on. Um what were you saying, um, JJ? Um what happened? I don't like are we able to put all that video together? Um we can put it as a bonus video. If it's a bonus? As a bonus, yeah. If I find out how to do it, or else I'll just make it a two separate um episode uh, episode like like what we did with the source of learning. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it, it cut out the audio. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. Um, but let's continue on. So what oh, yeah. were you saying, JJ? What I was saying from the last episode before it just cut out on us. Um, at least. You know, she taught me what it's like to be in a long relationship that ends up being toxic. So, you know, I, I, you know, it sucks that I lived through that because, you know, I feel bad for myself that I had to go through that. But then again, I'm glad that I went through it because then, like, now I know, I understand that on and off, on and off, on and off relationship and how much and how draining it is, you know, mentally and how much it can like, you know, mess with your head. And it's good. It's, it's so, it's so bad, but you know, now taking that into consideration, you know, to present time to right now and how to properly look, you know, properly properly look in for a relationship i guess there's no proper way to like get a relationship i guess but now i know like what to what to uh, look for and what to right and i mean it's always best not to look for problems because um, things can happen, you know. Um, if you trying to talk to the same person after like a long time, they're just honestly being um, I'm gonna say this picky, and they're just looking for trouble, honestly. And I just recommend not doing that because you're just not you're gonna end up hurting yourself. Yeah, but and yeah, every relationship needs conflict. A good or bad, because if you're not if you're in a relationship that doesn't have any problems, like in your head, it's like, oh, that's the that's the best thing ever. But then you can't learn from each other from a from a problem problematic way. Like you need to learn how you know to handle issues, but you'll never learn how to handle issues if you and your significant other never have any problems, you know? Obviously, it's best to avoid, like, you know, big problems, you know? But if it's, like, a little argument, like, every so often, like, like every week or something like that, but, like, you know, it, it builds... It builds a... It builds a bigger bond, you know? You need positive and negative to make something work. It's like a battery, you can't just have two positives and then 
expect the remote control to turn on. You need to have negative as well. And that's the same thing as in a relationship. You got to have two things, even though you might not like the negative, you have to, you, you need it. Because if not, you're never going to go anywhere. Right. And what I'm just going to say is uh, just, just don't feel, don't feel sad because what you've done is not going to fix it. You should just always think about the future and don't feel disappointed for what you think because you might be sad, but the other person's going to be like, oh, I'm happy. I, I just don't care beyond this point. So honestly, just, just don't feel sad. Just go on with your life. Um, what else? Well, you still here, JJ? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, because I thought like, oh no, we caught out. Okay, um, well, I'm gonna tell one of my other stories. So, so this this is where I return the tables. This is where we reject them. So, um, I don't know. Do you have uh, have you have you rejected people before, JJ? No, uh, they reject me first before I get the chance. Oh, okay. So, I'm going to tell you a story. So, this is where I rejected a, a person. So, when I, when I went to Mexico a couple of years ago, it was fun and everything. And there was a lot of, I want to say, females out that were pretty and stuff. And I did like them. So, I was in Mexico. People knew me because of my father. By the person he is. Um, so they knew I was American. I had papers and everything. I a citizen. So a um, couple months later in Mexico. These girls are talking to me. And they flirt with me. And I'm like okay. I don't know what's going on. But I like it. That's when my body starts to discover. The feeling. You can activate a sword. You can activate us. Yeah, that's like, what is what is this? I'm like, in my head, what am I feeling? What is this sensation, you know? And I'm like, okay. So I can, I can, I can do this. But I never did the, the up and down situation. So long story short, well, long, uh, so... Um, this girl talks to me, and we're talking and talking and talking, and I'm like, okay, so I think she likes me. Um, one one day we had a school school field trip where we went up the hills to have a picnic. So we ne- we went up there. I'm talking to this girl and everything, and then we get just there. just you saying that reminds me of the, you know, the scene from Up where the old man and the old lady, you know. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no! And they have the picnic, and then you know, spoiler alert, the lady spoiler. dies. But like, yeah. you know how like the scene with the picnic and stuff. I don't know, like, and they climb up the oh, hill, but then the lady, was... the lady couldn't come climb up the hill anymore because yeah. she was old. I, I don't know why that, that made me think of that. Um, I don't know, but well, it's not like it's not like the movie scene. Like the hills, it's just a school field trip, and it's just desert. Wait, your you know? first date was a school field trip. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, now that I think about it, yes, it was. Dang, I just, uh, 
that was actually my first date on the school field trip. I hey, my first, I... was, my first was at a park, so you know, you're, you're cool. Wow, wow, yeah, I I heard that before. Um, <laughs> okay, um, uh, moving on. So we go to the school field trip. We're eating and everything. Um, I'm packing something my sister made me. Um. I forgot what it was. I just remember I'm just drinking something. Um, I don't know. Orchata. Yeah. Orchata. That's yes. so good. That is really good. I love that it's, drink. I just remember me drinking orchata because orchata's good. Um, so we're yeah, we're there and then my friends and everyone like we should play hide and seek in teams. And I'm like, Okay. So we played that and I'm with the girl, she said my team. And the girl tells me, I've been here before. Let's go to the spot. Ooh. I'm like, oh. Okay. Okay. I guess she's going to be seeking for something. <laughs> so we go to this one spot where it's kind of dark and everything. And she, oh, God, she kind of kisses me. How do you, what do you mean kind of like? Like she was bad at kissing. I don't know what movie she saw, but it was really bad. Definitely wasn't the Titanic. It, it wasn't. It wasn't even a kiss. I don't know what it was. But was it on the lips though? I would say kind of, but not. So it was like like she nibbled your lip. Yeah, sure. Okay. And it, it's not my first kiss. Actually, I remember my first kiss, but it's not that my first kiss. Yeah, didn't you say your first kiss was like in kindergarten? Yeah, kindergarten. Yeah, that's. I yeah, um, that was kind of of a kiss since a long while we'll say, but yeah. So we kiss and everything, and then apparently we're dating now, which is I'm like okay, cool, I'm down, and she told me, come to my house so we can do stuff. And I'm like, excuse me, what kind of stuff? And I'm like, Ooh. okay, no. No, 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 no. I don't know what movie she's been watching. I don't know how long their parents been doing it. But no, I am too young to do that. I am not going to do that. I'm not doing the business. And I never tell her that. But I'm like, we can go and hang out and stuff. And she just said, but I want to do this. I'm like, no. I just don't feel like doing it because I don't even have... Exp- I don't know, no. So, long story short, one of my friends tells me, "Um, you know she's using you, right? I'm like, what? How is she using me if she tells me she, she sent to me? And I'm like, bro, think about it. And I'm thinking about it. I'm just losing brain cells and everything. And I still don't get it. And he tells me, where are you from? And I'm like, from the U.S. And like, okay, you're from the U.S., correct? Yes. Um, what do you have that we don't? I'm like, okay, that's kind of racist, but okay. <laughs> a green card? A green card. Like, I'm like, oh, I, have, oh, I, have a, God. I have a citizenship. Like, oh, there you go. I'm like, okay, what does that have to do? She wants your citizenship. I'm like. I don't know what that means, but okay. So then the next day comes and I ask her, is it true that you don't like me? You just want me for my papers? And she just starts like laughing 
and getting angry at the same time. And I'm like, what's so funny? Like, I never liked you. I just wanted your papers. But now I have your papers. I'm like, how do you have my papers when I'm just a child? You know, it doesn't work that way. And she's like, yeah, it does. And then her group of friends, Mexican friends, come over and start attacking me for no reason. Wait, attacking you like how? Physically. Oh, my God. What the- I start I start running from my life. I'm like, okay, you're trying to catch these hands, but you're not because. Hey, you've been running your whole life, you know? You know I've been running. <laughs> wow, Jay, Jay. Thanks for the pun. Yeah, thanks for that pun. So yeah, I'm running. I'm running. I'm running. And I see this tree and I get in the tree. And it was a big tree. I'm not gonna lie. This it was a it was a big tree. I climb it and the girls are just trying to try to like still try to like kill me, I'll say. But they never they just go back and I get down the tree and I just start walking home and I'm like I'm like, okay, so um, I rejected the girl. I said, I don't like you. Don't touch me. Don't do anything to me. And yeah, and then on the last day of my uh, school in Mexico, the day before I went to the U.S. to come back here, the girl tells me, can I come with you, Brian? Brian? And I'm like, no, I don't like you. You're not funny. You're not cute. You're ugly. And nobody loves you, I said in Spanish. She starts crying. I start having, I start laughing and having the best day. <laughs> they end up going to my house and tell my sister. And I don't know what my sister told them that the family just ended up going back home, la- um, kind of um angry. And I'm like, what you telling? Like, uh, um, my sister, like, um, don't worry about it. And yeah, that's when I rejected a girl. And oh, damn, is, uh... I honestly don't feel bad. But if I ever went back to Mexico, I would just be like speaking to her in tongues. Bro, I, mean, I, wonder, I wonder how she looks like now. If she's good looking, I'll still be like, no, you're, you still want my green card. I don't I don't want you. Uh well, I have another story. Uh, yeah, share it. We're we're um, we want to listen. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this was actually pretty recent. Happened around March, March, April ish. No wait. No, no, no. February. Yeah, it happened on my birthday, or a day after my birthday. Uh, Please don't tell me. Please don't tell me. You said. Can you like? Be my girlfriend for as a birthday present and just no. That's that's not that's not what happened. No, it, nowhere near that. No, I am not that cringy. No, um, but it happened. It happened in my birthday month. Okay, around that time. So basically, she. I, well, okay, I was on my Snapchat just scrolling through stories, and then I see someone. I see someone that adds me. And then I'm like, okay, I don't know who this is. I just I just clicked accept because I don't know who it was. So I was like, okay, whatever. I don't care. I need more Snap Snapchat people. So I just accept it. Um, and then I get a message from her. 
and then I don't know what it said. I don't remember, but um, eventually we start talking and stuff, and then you know she ends up liking me. I I don't know how people end up liking me, but anyway, she ends up liking me, and uh, I end up not liking her, but more just like I'm confused. I'm like. Do I like her or do I not like her? I don't know. But then she ends up liking me. So then we just we end up going on um on a date to the to the I told you the story a little bit of it, a little bit of it. Um before, you know the story of um how I, I went to the park near the gym, you know, you know. Are you talking about that? Yeah, that. Wait, talking about the one relationship we have now? No, 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 no. Oh, no. the one with the oh, you're speaking of one with the the song. Yeah, right? yeah okay, 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 yeah. okay. Yeah, uh, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. I I just want to know if you remember. I'm but anyway, just, yeah. Anyway, we end up going to this park, blah blah, and then you know we start hanging out. You know, she brings her her dog and stuff. You know, a little it was a cute dog. The dog ended up liking me. Which is which is surprising because dogs don't usually like me, but anyway, we hang out and stuff, and um, I don't really remember what else happened. Uh, and we end up getting closer, and you know, ended up holding her hand and all that cuddly stuff. And then after that, um, we just we just uh, started walking back to her house. We had to go back home because the sun was setting. And her parents wanted her back home. Like, okay, I'll just walk you home. She's like, okay. And then, then, I, I tried a moment where I wanted to grab something of hers, so that so that I would have an excuse to see her again because it something of hers. So I was like, if you you should give me um something. You should give me a. No, she pulled out her mask for some reason because she wanted to show me her mask. I was like, oh, you should give it to me so then uh, I have an excuse to see you again. And then she was like, how about I just give you my hair tie? I'm like, all right, that's good enough. So she gives me her hair tie. And then that's, we just, you know, we make it back to her house. Oh, not technically her house, but like the entrance of the, of the area. Cause I didn't really see her house because uh, I didn't want her parents seeing me. But anyway. Um, we how do I explain it? We just, we just hug. That's it. And we're like, all right, I'll see you whenever next time. And she's like, okay. Plot twist: I've never, I never saw her again. Um, I never saw her again. So yeah. And then she ends up texting me and stuff about like how she's um not interested in older older men. Even though she was 15, and I just turned 17 a day after, because it was after my birthday that we hung out. So I was like, okay. Uh, interesting. interesting. I knew this beforehand, before going on the date, So, but I just, I just wanted to see if things would even work out. I don't know why. I kind of just... I set myself for failure, failure, even though I already knew it wasn't going to work out because she doesn't like older men. And also her parents wouldn't allow 
her to date someone that's older than a year, I guess. But technically, I'm not older than a year. I'm older than a year and something. Well, yeah, it's older than a year. But, like, it's not, like, two years or anything. It's, like, a year and a couple months, I think. Because she also... She was about to turn 16 in a couple months. So it was just kind of that, like, oh, wow. She was about to be 16. So it wouldn't really have changed anything. But I don't know. But anyway, she also sort of, she also liked somebody at that moment. So she liked me and this other dude that goes to this other school that she didn't tell me about until after the date and after, you know, talking. Oh, I hate, I, I hate that when. When they just let me think about it because you two are cute, but I'll decide who I like. Yeah, so it's just like, why didn't you tell me that before? Like, I knew the age thing, so that was already my fault. But plus, you like somebody else on top of me, so I'm just like, why didn't you? And then she's like, she puts the excuse of like, I try to. She said that the guy that the other guy that she likes, she tried to. Uh, not like him anymore because she didn't think that he would ever like her but she still liked her even though she said that you know she tried to she tried to erase somebody that she likes from her mind because she didn't want to seem like she didn't want to be like rude to me about like her liking two people and I'm one of them and then you know but then again she she still did it though she still liked somebody even though she's trying to like protect her own skin but it was just kind of dumb, and then we never, we never, and we never end up seeing each other again. She actually ends up dating the guy that she likes, and uh, yeah, as of now, I don't know if they're still dating. I don't know anything about anyone anymore. But the hair tie, the hair tie, I was so destroyed, like, like emotionally, even though it wasn't that big of a deal. But it's because I didn't really know the person either way. So I, I wasn't really, like, that emotionally destroyed. But I was just kind of, like, upset in a way. I'm, like, I was more mad than upset. So I got I opened my computer. And I went to my music software. And I started writing this song called Hair Tie. Which hopefully will be published this year. Um, I don't know. Let's just see. Hopefully, this is not a sponsor, but uh, I'm not plugging in my own music in this podcast. Definitely not. But if it does end up, you know, I don't know if I want to release it. It's it's a really sad song. It's very emotionally confusing because the beginning is like, well, actually, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. But the instrumental is emotionally confusing. That, that's what I'm gonna say. The lyrics are pretty straightforward. Um, it talks about the story and more more in depth. But yeah, the instrumental is probably one of the weirdest things I've ever made. And it was on purpose because I wanted the instrumentals to replicate my emotions from start to finish. And I think I did that perfectly. And I'm really proud of the song I wrote and hopefully it will it will it will you know be out this year um can you see here me Jaja? yes are you cooking or something uh i'm washing dishes anyways 
I'm just washing dishes because I'm a, a man has to do stuff, you know? Yeah. We always don't depend on women, so yeah. Hopefully no one gets offended by that. Um, stories, stories, stories. I mean, rejections. It's been a topic where we just go back. Okay. We just go back to flashbacks of what happened during our years and how we feel. And it's sad, but we just get over it. Um, it's hard. It's hard to think about the past, but it's easy to always think about the future. If you, I don't know if you understand that. Yeah, I do. Um, honestly, honestly, rejections is not nothing to be uh, made scared of because, how can I say this? If you grab a pencil and let's say the first rejection doesn't end, well, that pencil's going to break and you're going to feel bad. You got to reject that again. Pencil breaks. And again and again and again, you're breaking the same pencil until... The other rejection tries when you get rejected again. You try to break the pencil, but you can't, cause you already know what's gonna happen, and you don't feel bad because you're like, oh, I got rejected. Um, I'm not gonna cry or be or feel sad because you can't break that anymore. You're just used to it. That honestly, you just don't care if you feel love or not. Um. Another rejection. Um, yeah, you just become numb. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing. I don't think crying fixes. I don't think crying fixes everything. Fi- crying doesn't fix anything, honestly. I mean, have you seen the Pokemon Two Thousand movie where Pikachu cries cries on Ash's body, and then he then he gets resurrected? Oh, come on now. You can't, you can't compare something a cartoon to. Okay, is Pokemon a cartoon or an anime? I'll say it's 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 both. It's an anime. <laughs> it's both. I think it's an anime. I'm pretty sure. Anything that's cartoonish, like and is originally made in Japan, I'm pretty sure it's anime. Mm, okay. Uh, yes, Judge. Yes. Um, yeah, that's a rejection for you. Uh, this podcast was an hour-ish, I think. An uh, kind of, yeah. It's an hour. We did like 40 minutes in the first one, and then we did 26. Yeah, it's almost an hour, 27 actually now. Um, just um, end, it, end it off. I think we gave enough stories. And I stuff. think we actually did give enough stories. Um, let's go to next episode, which is redemption. Redemption. Ooh, so redemption. Um, any uh, any um spoilers you want to give? JJ, um, I wanna. I kind of. I kind of like talked about redemption like in the last episode a little bit, but I feel like in the actual redemption episode, I'll be talking about how 
I I've ended up coping with like with like these uh you know with breakups or rejections and stuff. Um, because obviously rejection isn't really breaking up, but redemptions, you know, I've I have more redemption stories related to breakups than rejections because rejections for me are just like, oh, I got rejected. I'm sad for a couple of days. I get over it. There's nothing really special to it. But redemption after a breakup, you know, recovering from a breakup, that's a little bit different because you actually, you know, were official and you actually ended up being with the person and stuff like that. So I feel like I would be talking about one of my breakups that I've had and how I got over it. Um. All right. We're going to end this episode at, I guess, it's like 30 minutes just to make it evenly. So let's just um, say... Um, oh, speaking of Palm, you mentioned podcasts earlier. Um, we are now an Apple podcast. Oh, yeah, we made it. We made it. We made it to the big ones. Um, I'm actually kind of happy because I never knew this podcast was going to make it to one of the one of millions of sites. And since the Apple podcast is a big one. Yeah, I never pretty crazy. Like honestly, for everybody that actually listens to our idiotic and moronic stories, uh we are grateful. Yeah, and there's more to come. We're not gonna we're not gonna give up. Yeah, I'm more excited for season two. Season two is gonna be crazy. We just don't wanna give too much detail. I don't think they should know yet. Alright, before thirty minutes, before thirty minutes. Let's um go. I'm Brian. I'm JJ. And thanks for listening to The Stimulators. And I hope everyone has a good day. Yep. Take care, y'all. Take care. Goodbye.